Original 16, a great way to celebrate things done well. All right, welcome inside Flames Post Game Live. It is brought to you now officially by Original 16. Good beer and uh, good guests. We've got Corey Sarich back <laughs> on the desk, uh, Flames TV Live. Uh, welcome to it. Uh, wish you'd be under better circumstances, but uh, this is what we got. Game three of the season on home ice, game four overall. And uh, what did you make of tonight and uh, the result? We should mention it's a 6-3 loss uh, for the Calgary Flames. Buffalo comes in here and gets the win, but um, yeah, what did you make of tonight? Well, I think if you kind of remember back, it feels like a long time ago, but the start sure of this game actually wasn't too bad for the Calgary Flames. They came out, got the first goal. But I think that I might have almost been detrimental. It was almost like a false sense of security. They kind of let their foot off the gas. They just didn't seem to have the urgency that they needed all over the ice. Um, it led to a lot of breakdowns in their own end. Um, we'll, we're probably going to talk about it and hash it over a little bit more, but mm -hmm. the slot tonight, which they've done such a great job of not allowing chances, especially over the course of last year, just the start to this year, like they allowed probably a dozen grade A chances from the middle of the slot. And you know what? We can, we can talk about the defensive changes tonight. Obviously there was a little shuffle with Noah sure. Hannafin out of the, out of the lineup that made, might've led to a few miscues and breakdowns. But when you have that many, it's it's a full team breakdown. There's something not right between all the guys out in the ice. So, um, yeah, just just kind of a disjointed yeah. night tonight. But again, still had some excitement, and there was a chance. Sure. Yeah, I think you know if you're going to look at a few different things over the last two nights, this team's not going to be out of too many games and that's you know you get a break at the end of the second period and maybe maybe those guys let's roll the highlights in as we kind of discuss it but you know give buffalo some credit they came in here and pushed hard at the end of that first i think it was just over two minutes after this opening goal that uh, andrew Mangiapane scores which is this line kind of going to work they had a chance earlier and then this is one that finds the back of the net nice yeah and it, it, it looked like they were off to the races but i, I have to have to give buffalo credit they did everything very well tonight they executed their passes were not sloppy at the start of this yeah. game. I mean, they Crisp. were putting things on. They were putting pucks tape to tape. They played with a very ease, calm, relaxed uh, demeanor out there. Like, I thought this this might be a young, panicky team, but maybe after coming off a big win the other night up north, come down here, confidence is flowing. and. Again, their execution rate tonight was very impressive. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because it does. It, I mean, it's a young group. Obviously, I think the average age is just over 26 years of age. But guys look like they're confident right now and feeling it. We're kind of watching. I mean, Dylan Cousins got it started. And Rasmus Dahlin picks up his fourth consecutive game with a goal. And then they just look quick, though, didn't they? I mean, they had some bursts tonight. Yeah, the speed will be something that I'm sure will be talked about in the Flames dressing room. Just... Uh, they let it get away from them a little bit. I mean, there was a, a few bad decisions and some bad positioning that led to a few of these breakouts and breakaways, but they just were in in general and all over the place. They were, they were quick in everything, quick in their decisions, Buffalo, quick in their releases. They actually had a really great net presence as we saw on that goal. They had some great screens and they didn't have too much go wrong for them, but that was that probably was one the of kicker. Them. Yeah, that was the one that uh, changed the tide just a little bit. And uh, this was, what, I think it was one point, but they ended up calling it about two seconds left in the period. And Trevor Lewis takes advantage of that. So that, at that point, makes it a 4-2 game. We saw Alex Tuck at the end. He scores his uh, first goal of the game, but then 
The Flames kind of used that momentum to start the third, and this kind of starts to pile up a little bit, but look at uh, Nikita Sidorov jumping in and scoring here to make it a one-goal game at that point. Yeah, the game, the game, this, or sorry, the goal really got the crowd into it. Yeah. Things are buzzing. You can feel maybe it works of a comeback coming, but uh, it didn't last long. No, it, uh, it sure didn't, and uh, what a finish there by Alex Tuck. I mean, yeah. uh, that is a... That is a great A toe drag right there and a, and a beautiful finish. That was the second of the game. And he'd add one more into the uh, empty net as well right here to finish off his hat trick. That would kind of dispose of the Calgary Flames 6-3 the final. It, um, you know, a few things stand out. Obviously, you had the pushback. You mentioned the momentum. There were some chances in there. Um, but if you're a flame, they also switched up some of the lines too at that point too. They tried to use some of that uh, yeah, to their and, advantage, right? And to add, it was maybe a little bit of undiscipline out there too, Brandon, sure. right? Like a couple penalties, Maybe a couple, couple ones that you don't like, but you you can't can't take them. Um, some for maybe being trying to be physical and trying to turn turn the tides when the score was four to one or five to one, but just too many overall, and it ultimately hurt them. That that beauty of a goal by Alex Tuck that was a power play finish, and uh, man, he had some sweet patience on that yeah. on that finish. Yeah, no question. And yeah, you mentioned off the top. I mean, we should we should mention Noah Hannafin didn't play in this game, so he sat out. Connor Mackey draws in, and because of that, they end up switching two pairings around. So Nikita Zadorov moves up, and he plays uh, alongside uh, Rasmus Anderson, and then it was uh, Connor Mackey and Michael Stone playing together. But, you know, you played that possession a long time. I'm, does it generally take a bit of time? I mean, guys played together at different points throughout training camp, but maybe, maybe a few different conversations that have to be held uh, throughout the night. Yeah, I think, I think the biggest thing, it's not so much playing with other or a new defense partner it's maybe more so the adjustment to just added ice time for some guys sure um i know if you're a guy that generally played for me my average was usually about 17 minutes 19 minutes on the high end and then if i was ever asked to fill in for one of our top players top defensemen and all of a sudden your minutes are up in the low 20s yeah. um it's amazing what what a difference that can have on you as a defenseman like just three minutes here and there it doesn't seem doesn't seem like a lot but it actually it it's just that many more shifts. It's it's that much that much less recovery. Yeah. And sure. those guys you see that log the minutes like 26 minutes a night. Some of the top leaders in the league. It's it's very impressive and it's not an easy task. Even though only it only adds up to a few minutes difference. So yeah. that might have been a factor. The fact that you got Connor Mackey playing his first game here sure. this year. I thought he kept it nice and simple off the start. And uh, I don't think he really did anything bad out there it's yeah. just that again this whole team, whole team yeah. wasn't on the same page well and maybe just we're, we got Daryl Sutter coming up here in just a moment but maybe before we do that let's just because you were talking about minutes I mean Nikita Zadorov, he had outstanding preseason and you know coach Sutter talked about trying to find ways to get him more ice time you know because of the way he'd played and tonight's one of those examples he had some more ice time and you know he was kind of all over the fingerprints of this game you know for, for different reasons throughout the course of the night yeah and he was physical out there. Uh, we see him being physical here. And yes, this is a penalty, and this is a penalty that you don't normally want to take, but let's precursor. It's 4-1 there. He's trying sure. to spark his team and get him going. We see him score a beauty goal tonight, so he really mixed in all over the place, and I think upcoming here is going to be maybe a, a beauty hit on the forecheck. I think he yeah. mixed one of those in, so maybe I even trying it. yeah maybe even trying to do a little bit too much but i think that some of those things were when the when Situation. the score was out of hand yeah. so you got to kind of take it with a grain of salt um i thought at the start of the game he, he was playing within himself i don't think he was was 
you know, really, there was, was nothing really detrimental to the team early. He, I thought he was handling himself well out there. But again, tonight got away, and maybe it's just the frustration setting in there that causes them to do a little more running around than normal. Yeah, and, and at the end of the day, you're trying to work your way back. So uh, obviously you're trying to jump off of the rush too and create a little bit more, right? Yeah, and can I add one more thing? Absolutely. Like with, with, with Z, I think one of, the, one of the biggest progressions he had and, and we saw last year yep. was his growth in learning when to play the body, yeah. um, staying at home more often. Less of that running around that you'd probably see earlier in his career. Yeah. So maybe just a few bad habits creeping in. But again, it was a tough game for everyone. Yeah, it was kind of one of those nights for sure. And I think he ended up playing over 21 minutes here tonight. Let's, uh, before we hear from some players in the locker room, I think Nikita might be one of those as well, one of the goal scorers. Let's hear from head coach Daryl Sutter now and his thoughts on the loss tonight. You think your your defensive pairings adjusted to the new you know new pairings? Um, they were all over the map. I think uh, just going back to I think there was only two guys in the lineup or two defensemen that were played in game four or five last year. Well, I think they they struggled with it mightily. Just your overall assessment of what you saw from your group tonight. Yeah, I think first period we turned the puck over too many times. I think on our power play entering, we turned the puck over, and then we second period you want to tie the period after losing the period, and and then come out in the third and and uh, score. And then we turned the puck over shorthanded again. Process and going to Dan Ladar for the second period because you got two goalies. Is, is it structure that failed you? That failed the team tonight? Like no, I think I said this morning about those. Those, uh, if you look at the, not only the turnovers but the chances and goals against, or I think that those, especially the one defenseman, that pretty dominant player for them. Probably the best player on the ice. Some of those bigger players we didn't defend very well against up front. And then flipping the forward lines around a little bit later on in the game, is that just to get a spark or? Yep. I think it did for a little third period until we took the penalty and then turned the puck over. Was this just a big, a bit of a letdown for this, this group? I don't, you know what, this Buffalo came in here last year too and beat us. So you kind of look at how guys play against certain teams and kind of see what's coming. What were your impressions of Connor Mackey tonight? Can't hear you. What were your impressions of Connor Mackey tonight? You know, you get an opportunity, you got to take advantage of it. Everybody talked about our depth and all that this summer. Well, it got quite a bit disrupted with with uh, Oliver's situation, and then and then nobody stepping up in training camp other than Stoney. So these young guys like that. Get an opportunity, they should seize the opportunity. He's not a young player, actually. He's, year, he's older than Noah and Ross. All right, there's some uh, thoughts from head coach Daryl Sutter and uh, turnovers. I mean, you talk, talk, talked about it right off the top of the show, and uh, that's one of the areas that stuck out with him. And, um, and obviously, some good players took advantage on that side. Yeah, they just. And it was it was sloppy. Even even if it wasn't a turnover at the start of the game, they struggled just in getting some jam on the puck. Like a lot of times, they were just giving it back to the Buffalo Sabers in zone. Um, yeah, Rasmus Dahlin, he he uh, he took advantage. He was he was 
in the right spot at the right time on his goal. Um, I saw him make some great neutral zone plays, yeah. and he actually f defended quite well in his own end. He had some good sticks. He was trying to play the body even on that goal. So some really nice maturity from him because I think the knock on him is – can he play solid defense? Because I think we all know he's got uh, lots of offensive upside. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Is that what it is, maturity, though, you think? Like, just kind of growing in? I mean, you get a couple years under your belt? I think 100%. It's, it's maturity. It's being – it's situational. It's adjusting to the speed of the game. And then it's quality of the team you play on. I mean, I played – when I first got to Tampa, I played down there on a team that, ooh, we barely won – 15 games in the one season and right. you can be the best defenseman in the world and you're going to have a plus minus that says minus 30 because it's a team driven stat. Yeah, um, yeah. You're probably a contributor to it, but, but it's uh, collective, yeah. it is, it is collective. And sometimes not the numbers don't always tell the story. So it, yeah. a little bit of a tough start with the, the makeup of the Buffalo Sabres the last couple of years, but yeah. looks like they've got a nice little adjustment going on here. Well, and then you throw Owen Power in the mix as well. I think he had a pair of assists here tonight, but uh, for Rasmus Dahlin scores in four straight games to start the year, which is uh, an NHL record, which we were just talking about. It's kind of surprising in some ways that at some point, some of those legendary defensemen didn't have that happen. but Yeah, I was looking up uh, just two days ago, Paul Coffey's stats. Yeah. Uh, you start sifting around. You start thinking about, like, I know Bobby Orr played in the in the, seven, yeah. in the 70s primarily, probably a little tougher scoring there. But yeah. I was just picturing it being like an 80s defenseman yeah. that would have come out of the gates hot and, yeah. and grabbed a few in a row. Yeah, eight, six games or something with five goals. Um, all right, let's go back inside the locker room. Let's hear from uh, Nikita Zadorov. He's uh, standing by now. Is that trouble kind of adjusting to the new pairings? Is that a bit of part of the problem? No, I don't think so. What uh, What did you think was the difference today? Uh, well, we had another shot started uh, of the game, you know. Uh, too many turnovers, too many old man rushes, weren't winning any battles down low. We knew what Buffalo's going to bring, and that's what they did, but we weren't ready for it. So it's, it's totally on us, totally unacceptable let down from the previous three games where you guys were feeling a lot better about yourself? I mean, it's tough to feel better about ourselves after the loss, you know. Uh, there's only uh, there's a big and strong mindset inside the team, you know, like we're expecting to win and go play our hockey every night and we weren't showing up today, so it's kind of uh, definitely wasn't our night. Uh, we just got to do homework and then prepare better for Saturday night because I think it's going to be better, harder opponent as well. You know, you mentioned you kind of knew what Buffalo would bring tonight and you knew it was coming. What were the challenges in stopping it or denying? Well, I mean, we preparation, we weren't ready, you know, like to start, it's all like how you prepare for yourself for the game, you know, like we, we didn't have our legs, we weren't skating, we weren't competing well enough, you know, they were more hungry than us, young group, you know, uh, they want to prove for the, their self, you know, they know who they're facing against, and uh, it's it's totally on us, you know, we weren't, uh, we weren't good enough, it's that simple. When a team attacks with speed inside the defensive zone, what can you as defenders maybe do better that you didn't do tonight in stopping that? I mean, it's uh, all this, the system stuff you get out as coaches, you know, I think from our my perspective as the player, I think we weren't ready to play physically and mentally. So when you're not doing what you're supposed to do on the ice, all this tactical stuff goes on the second. But you know, we 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 didn't win one period. We were losing battles. We were uh, they were out skating us. They were coming over top of us. We didn't have enough speed. So that's how simple it is. It's it's totally on us. Okay. Thanks. Thanks.
right, so a uh, pretty good summation there from Nikita Zadorov right off the top and uh, didn't mince too many words about it. To, and, and the start does kind of play a role. I know they score the first goal, but as you mentioned, um, more of the response after that, specifically by Buffalo, that changes it a little bit, right? Yeah, the Buffalo just started to take over the game and there wasn't enough response. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Nikita pretty much hit the nail on the head there. And yeah. I like what he's saying, though. Like, they're... they're expectations are to play their hockey game and yeah. you know you're gonna have the odd night like this in the nhl but 95 percent of the time you've got to bring your own game and you've got to do what makes you successful and they just they didn't do that tonight they were too far away from it yep well said let's uh quickly before we hear head back into the locker room let's talk about dan vladar i know he comes in in relief here tonight but uh you know maybe less about what we saw tonight tough night to judge goaltending specifically but more about just a, a guy that's come in here now his second season of pro hockey, uh, per, per second season at least in the National Hockey League now, gets a two-year extension here today, signs it after morning skate, I'm sure buzzing all day long. Um, but just kind of a, a vote of confidence in the guy, the work that he's put in, and, and kind of a real opportunity for him now. Yeah, and it's a little little bit of a, a buzzkill that he's not not really going to celebrate after a loss, yeah, but I'm sure he'll sure. probably celebrate a little bit. Um, yeah. Consummate team guy, right? He's... Yeah. Is so so jovial and bubbly and just loves the fact that he's part of the Calgary Flames, loves that he's part, part of the National Hockey League, and he's yeah. a competitor, and I think he's got to be a smart individual because he's absorbing a lot of what he's, he's seeing in net from his uh, his his partner in Markstrom, and I you see him talking a little bit, even even with, with trips to the bench when there are timeouts, sure. things like that, yeah. they're encouraging each other, so seems like a pretty awesome duo, and... Uh, I think this is one of those things that could be a, a, a real steal when you when you look back down the road for the Calgary Flames because he's uh, he's a top quality player. Yeah, nice little one-two punch. I actually uh, told our uh, Ryan Dietrich, CalgaryFlames.com, in the hallway after uh, I think it was just before he signed the deal, or at least around when he signed the deal, that uh, he had to think about it for all of 12 seconds. <laughs> and so, uh, so needless to say, he was pretty excited to sign the deal. And it's always great to see those guys that put in the work Absolutely. and yeah. just go about their business. You know, he accepts his role and he knows exactly who he is at this point in his career. And you like to see those guys get rewarded yeah, as a teammate. Well said. And uh, credit to Jordan Siglett, uh, director of uh, goaltending, and, uh, and of course, Jason LaBarbera as well. Uh, done some good work there, and uh, congrats to Dan Vladar. Let's go back inside the Flames locker room and hear from uh, Nazem Kadri. Uh, yeah, it was it was a tough start for sure. Um, that was pretty obvious, and uh, you know just you know gave up a little too much, a little more than what we wanted to, and you know that's uh, not up to our standards. But you know we're going to turn the page and, and be better. What were you missing tonight that you guys? need to have as part of your game on a regular basis? Uh, I think typically, you know, def defensively, I think we're, we're, we're pretty good. And, um, you know, just gave up too many quality opportunities. I think, uh, you know, not a ton of shots early on, but when there, uh, there were chances, there were, there were good ones. So um, we got to do a little better, better of a job protecting the middle of the ice. And, um, you know, we will do that. Knowing that, what were they able to do that maybe made you not able to prevent it? Yeah, of course. I mean, you got to give them credit. They they played a great game and uh, they responded well. You know, we we got one uh, early in the third period, and you know, uh, obviously they responded with a goal. So, um, you know, you got to tip your cap. But I think it was a little too easy for them. You know, breaking through the neutral zone tonight, and uh, you know that that seemed to be a bit of an issue with us. They're obviously a pretty high skilled, fast team, and. 
you know, we're going to do a better job at that. Miles, was speed an issue for you, or that wasn't as big a factor as uh, Yeah, I mean, so sometimes, you know, we, uh, you know, our, our gaps weren't weren't great, and, you know, that's forwards and D. That's on everybody because, uh, you know, we got to move as five-man units, and uh, we were getting outnumbered uh, in certain areas of the ice. But, uh, you know, that being said, you learn from it, and, uh, you know, you get better next year. How was it adjusting to some of the lineup changes, uh, partly because of the game that Darrell was playing I don't think it matters really. Uh, you know, everyone seems to, you know, connect pretty well with each other. I think at that point in the game, you're just looking for a spark and, uh, you know, um, you know, trying to get something going. So, you know, I think we did some great things offensively, but defensively, we got to be way better. When when you one three in a row to start, does it make it easier to throw a game like tonight out? Uh, not really. I mean, I think as competitive guys, you want to be in here. You want to put your best foot forward every single night and. You know, build your identity. So, uh, you know, uh, I don't think we're going to have an issue doing that. But, uh, you know, tonight we, uh, you know, we struggled a little bit. Is it frustrating to go through a loss like this against a team that's developing, knowing that you've had three wins against contending teams? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, that's uh, you know, silver lining, I guess. But, like I said, I mean, you know, you don't want to think uh, too far back or too far forward. You want to live in the moment. And the fact of the matter is, uh, you know. We have to be better, and we will we'll be better. Okay, thanks, Nas. All right, guys, thank you. Original 16, a great way to celebrate things done well. Crisp, cold one here post game, and uh, welcome back inside Flames post game live. Brought to you by Original 16, Brendan Parker and uh, Corey Sarich alongside as we put a bow on uh, this 6-3 loss at the hands of the uh, Buffalo Sabres here tonight. And uh, really, not much more you can say. I, I think you kind of mentioned that uh, Nazem Kadri kind of summed it up well there, just about um, some of the gaps and things like that. You yeah, said. and it was again, it wasn't just because there's a defenseman missing, pairs are shuffled. It's it's not the D men. Yeah, it, it's everybody out there. There's just too much separation between the forwards and the defensemen. And again, last year it's something that I talked talked about at the start of the year all the time was the them playing and moving up and down the ice as a, as a five-man unit your gaps everywhere like when the forwards rush with the pucks defensemen are joining with them yeah and when defensemen are defending you've got a fantastic back check so you always see five in the picture when you're watching it on tv yeah. and we didn't see that tonight yeah, no, it's, it paints a good picture. Uh, I'm sure Coach Sarchi uses that all the time, right, for the young guys? Yeah, the I probably stole it off of someone, but yeah. <laughs> That's how it works, though. The, you, I you do use it. You steal the best work, though. Yeah. Uh, good stuff tonight. Appreciate the time, and uh, we'll look forward to having you back on the desk soon. Thanks. Thanks for having me. A couple of crisp original 16s on the way, and uh, for us and, and for you as well. Hopefully you enjoyed a few inside the Scotiabank Saddledome despite the final score, but uh, plenty more home games to come here inside the Scotiabank Saddledome as this eight-game homestand rolls along. In fact, the next game comes your way on Saturday night. It's a date against the Carolina Hurricanes. They were undefeated until tonight as they fall to the Edmonton Oilers. So uh, that'll be uh, two teams looking to rebound on Saturday here at the Dome. Thanks for watching Flames Post Game Live, brought to you by Original 16.